0: Welcome to a Frugal Athlete Podcast, where we interview athletes, both current and former, on the prudent financial practices and smart career decisions they are making. In these episodes, we dive into what it means to be a frugal athlete. You might think that frugal just means being cheap, but as you will soon learn, being frugal is more complex than that. I'm your host, Amobi Kugo. In this episode, we have Del Moss. Del Moss is a former NFL veteran who's built a successful career out of sports. He's an entrepreneur, a host, a model who's worked with top brands across the globe. It was amazing to get the chance to interview him. We've connected so many times before, but for us to finally connect in person and get him on the podcast to hear his story firsthand is really great. I was able to learn a lot. Know, about building a concept the art of storytelling um, how athletes can kind of succeed when it comes to media I was very fortunate to get him because he's a busy guy so make sure you guys tune into the podcast you're bound to learn a lot and thank you so much for the support we are live here in Miami I want to thank you for taking the time we got mr. Dale Moss former NFL superstar current mr. do-it-all
1: uh, how's everything going uh, everything's good. We're in Miami. Uh, being able to pr- record this podcast in the sun uh, is a great thing, and uh, I'm excited to be on and uh, just have a great conversation. So thank you for having me.
0: Nah, appreciate it. So fun fact: you played basketball like all throughout
1: college yeah. and ended up in the NFL. So can you talk about that? I mean, so I I always grew up uh, basketball was my first love. My mom played uh, heavily growing up. What played with uh, us. Uh, national team that was traveling through China and Russia you know you know, to break down a lot of uh, political and uh, barriers uh, way back in the day so um, growing up I, I idolized her so basketball was always my first love and uh, fast forward you know through high school I played football and basketball in high school and was heavily recruited for both but um, you know basketball again was was my first love and uh, yeah, so I went to South Dakota State University, full-ride Division One basketball scholarship. Uh, we had a great team, uh, you know, since I've left. And, you know, in all those years, have been one of the top mid-major teams in the country. Uh, but, you know, it came to that final year, and I had an opportunity to play professionally overseas. I uh, was looking at contracts and talking with agents, but I never, you know, I, I never wanted to think what if, and I had still had the football team really... Uh, you know, wanting me to come out for that one year of eligibility that you see some, some athletes do from time to time. So I decided to forego playing professionally overseas in basketball, came back to South Dakota State, uh, just, you know, worked, worked my ass off and uh, ended up leading our conference in receiving and receptions in my only year. So I had a great team around me and it, it kind of kick started uh, an opportunity to play uh, football at the professional level. that's amazing
0: and i feel like you're well i know you're like a forward thinker so can you talk about that fifth year using your eligibility uh do you end up like doing more school as well or is it just all right i'm gonna take this fifth year
1: focus on football and see what happens i mean it was all encompassing so you know i'm a firm believer knowledge is power uh, but it's also how you apply it Uh, i was always raised around great minds my uncles are all academics and things like that so even when i was playing basketball. I was taking extra classes. I went to school for video production, uh, business economics and, uh, digital production, which is, uh, you know, fast forward has really helped me in my life, uh, today, but that extra year, uh, kind of the same thing. I just advanced my skills there, but definitely football was a focus, but it was nice because I had a little bit limited class schedule, but without a doubt utilize that to my uh, advantage. And I knew at the end of the day, I always wanted to go into sports media and entertainment. So, uh, you know, I just made sure to take advantage of those opportunities in school.
0: That's amazing. So talk about your time in the NFL then, you know, going from fifth year, getting um, the opportunity to play. You you passed the average, you played four or five years.
1: I, you know, so I, the the opportunity to play professionally for me, it, it was great, you know, I, being able to compete, learning from the best, uh, and also just, it was something that I set out to do, you know, at whatever level, uh, when I, when I first started, I didn't go out in college just because I thought like, Oh, I'm going to be able to make the team. I saw guys who were getting drafted or signed free agency. And I was like, if they can do that, I know I can do that. Um, and I learned a lot about myself. I started off with green Bay, uh, and then ended up Um, You know, with Tampa Bay after that uh, through the majority of the season and finished off, uh, you know, my time in the NFL with the Chicago Bears and being able to see, especially with Green Bay and Chicago uh, programs that were rooted in history and respect uh, definitely changed my life. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not one to look back and think, like, what if or feel sorry, you know, for certain instances. I had torn my labrum, a little bit of banged up, but bounced around a little bit and had some coaching changes within the organizations we were with. But, you know, all in all, like, it's – I've learned so much from the game, and it's given me so much after the fact, even if it was a short stint.
0: No, I think what's amazing, because I did my research, is that, you know, even though you're going through injuries, you could have kept playing, but you – said you have other things in mind so can you talk about that transition where you know i'm going all in
1: yeah so i um i was it was after uh preseason with chicago uh i was getting a second opinion opinion on a labor uh labor shoulder issue and arizona cardinals called at that time and uh the wide receiver coach was actually my receiver coach at chicago with lovey smith and uh before they decided to change staff and you know, it was a really hard decision because I used to train in Minneapolis when Larry Fitzgerald would bring all the guys back. And uh, I knew guys on the team and I was very, very familiar. Um, But, you know, the one thing was I, I wanted to take my life fully into my own hands. And there was no doubt, like the injuries or like bouncing around, like that didn't really affect me as much. Like, There's a business side to the NFL. There's a business side to all sports. And I think that's one thing that, uh, you know, every athlete has to understand and get prepared for for coming into it. Um, But I also knew that I was in a position where I could create a new life. And while it would seem like a a scary time, you know, I flipped that. And, you know, I thought it was like something that was exciting. I could, you know, go out and do the things I've always wanted to do. I mean, for example, I was signed with Wilhelmina Models while I was still playing, and I was the first professional, like first NFL athlete to be signed with one of the top modeling agencies in the world. Um, top while two, they not were two. Still, yeah, <laughs> st- while they were still playing, you know, and that was before I was even done. So, you know, these are things that I knew that would put, potentially help me down the road, but it's also areas in the career that, you know, after football that I, I wanted to explore. That's amazing. So, you play football. Uh, everyone knows it,
0: you know, if you're not like the franchise quarterback, you know, the star running back um, They call it, you know, the, the help the helmet conundrum, yeah. you know, because you're covered with the helmet So how did you get the Wilhelmina
1: deal? Uh, so I I mean it just as I, I recruited him, you know at, at, at the time. I remember uh, Just seeing some things And I was in LA in the off-seasons training and Like Don Benjamin was like the hottest like dude on like pop culture model, whatever He was just all over the place and he had signed with Wilhelmina. So I was like, You know, this is interesting to me because, A, if there's like sports and fitness, athletic, like I see people who are doing this and like they could get some recognition. I was like, you know, this will be an in for me into the entertainment industry. This will be something that I know can be a platform and a building block beyond sports that will allow me to accelerate and advance at a rapid rate in my career. Uh, later on down the road. So uh, Topher Dupree is my, my agent at Wilhelmina, and I've been with them uh, you know, since day one. He, he flew out to LA. They were starting a new division, and we sat down and spoke, and again, I, I was like reaching out and recruiting to the, them for a long time, and uh, I ended up signing with them and it, you know, it's just the biggest blessing in the world. It uh, gave me a start in New York City where I live now. Um, I built so many relationships but also I was really immersed in that media, sports, social media, digital world right away and organically started building so many other opportunities because of how technology has advanced. You know again being one of the first and only athletes at that time especially NFL athletes who was with an agency like that um that was new and I was proud of that so uh you know I'm I'm, I'm extremely thankful for that and you know that that jump start that Wilhelmina gave me nice
0: so talk about everything else now you know sports business media entertainment yeah. tech hosting you do it all so can you like give us the Dale Moss enterprises <laughs> conglomerate holding company the umbrella yeah, so I,
1: I think the biggest thing and this is what I had to learn right away and so many athletes have difficulties with this transitioning and this is can be someone who's making millions and millions of dollars a year or someone who's you know was in a situation like mine who was in and out uh, you know on and off some teams but you know, I've always had a clear vision on what I wanted to do. I've always wanted to be a thought leader and I wanted to host in sports and entertainment. You know, I feel like there's a, an art and I feel like I have a gift to be able to connect with people, but also, um, really craft a story. Um, and you know, that's always been kind of my, that the end game, right? And then also producing, I went to school for video production. Uh, I love the business aspect. I started a uh, creative agency and video production company six years ago. Um, and now it's really starting to take off and we're working with some amazing clients, but, um, you know, and the modeling thing just kind of came naturally, but it seems like it's a wide net, but they all really are like hand in hand with the wellness industry and the fitness and the modeling and fashion. That's part of my life in day to day in New York. And that carries over into entertainment events, hosting, you know, some acting things. Uh, but you know, the biggest takeaway and the biggest thing that, has allowed me to have success, especially in the most recent last few years, is really building a strong team. And also understanding that beyond just doing things in front of the camera, like my mind and experience and just background has allowed me to consult and use my intellectual property and capabilities to work with major brands and help craft um, you know, major campaigns.
0: That's, that's amazing, that's a gem right there. I think one takeaway I wanna talk about is you talked about relationships earlier, and then you kind of emphasized it with building a team. Whether it's you know you're building your businesses, or as an athlete dealing with money management, your team with the financial advisor, your agent, your manager. So can you stress that a
1: little? Yeah, bit I mean the team aspect is everything. Uh, you know, I remember when you know when I transitioned out of the league, I went through that that point where I was like, like what what the hell am I going to do? I was at a low point. I was taking care of a lot of things for family and you know I made some good money right after in some business opportunities and then uh, I think it was like 2014 and uh, that's when like the oil industry tanked and like the economy just hit like a small downturn and I really had to reformat my plan Um, but the thing that got me through is I was diverse with not only my skill set and capabilities but I had people who were working with me but also for me and we were supporting and working for one another Um, you know like right now for example like in different capacities or in different um, fields like I'm represented by six different agencies you know and that's not even counting my own business and now this year I've started scaling to where I've hired on you know, uh, full-time assistants, people to just strictly manage like content communications, a full-time digital editor and videographer. And it all takes time. But if you have a plan and understand and really focus on building that process first, that's, what's going to sustain. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's what's really helped me. And then it goes into the relationships. Um, you know, it can be the smallest thing, but your name, you know, will carry you Till, till your last breath. I truly believe that. Um, and if you build a relationship properly and you have trust from a client or just other people, they're going to open up opportunities for you.
0: No, that's amazing. Your brand, your reputation, it goes a long way. You know, people want to do business with good people. Yeah. Um, and obviously you got a lot of businesses, so that means you're a good person. But I like how you talked about the processes and thinking long-term. You mentioned your you know, your creative agency how it took kind of 6 years to take off. Mm-hmm. You know, as athletes, we work hard. We want it now because we put the work in. We want the reward. But can you, like, talk about that long-term process, that manifestation of long-term, whether yeah. it's with money, whether it's business, whether it's transition?
1: Yeah, I, and it took me some time to really – I've always had a vision. I, 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 I'm I, a creative. I feel like I've always had a vision. Like, that's that's my thing. And I'm, I'm really good at holding on to that and, you know, putting pieces together to get to that point. But you know, I really had to take a look in the last, you know, especially I, I would say like, I built out a five-year plan. Uh, I'm in year four now, and it was all about health, wealth relationships. Um, but I had to focus on finance. I had to really understand, you know, what was going to allow longevity. Um, that goes into building the team, which is a major, major part of everything you do. And also, depending on what field you are in, or if, you know, especially outside of sports, you gotta understand the trends and how things are changing. You know, most companies now from a marketing capacity have their campaigns built out in three years, and that's getting even shorter because things change at such a rapid rate and information is shared so quickly because of social media and the internet. Uh, Whereas it used to be like a five-year marketing plan. That's ancient, you know, people aren't doing that anymore. Um, So, and then it's just really holding true to it. I think that's the biggest thing if you're gonna sustain it because the burnout, the stress, the anxiety, all that is real if you don't have you know faith and consistency and again that process that's going to help you through the low times so you know in a mentor you know, that that that's another thing uh, i think as athletes a lot of times we're unwilling to ask for help in a new field or a new area or our pride will get in in the way Preach but on this. everyone's got shit going on you know and the people who are real about what they're doing in life they want to help you you know the best secrets are meant to be given away they're not meant to be kept and and the 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 leaders and those who are really advancing culture sports media and you know want you to succeed know that and they will help you
0: no that's amazing full of gems right there you know as athletes it's a i don't know it's an ego thing or pride thing but when you ask like humbly people are willing to help you so that's that's really amazing i want to talk about um, marketing because I feel like you're one of the subject matter experts when it comes from athlete marketing so you know you talk about trends what are some trends if I'm a you know athlete looking to increase my brand presence increase my relationships increase my business opportunities athlete marketing 101 with Dale Moss frugal athlete class
1: athlete marketing 101 uh, so I think the first and for- first and foremost you have to understand who you are and what you want to be portrayed so there's a lot of brands out there you know and they have their brand image, they have their marketing campaign they built out and everything like that. But you have to work with people with brands with clients that align with your core values and what you believe in. And also just because there's a dollar, you know, there there's a, there's a price tag on this deal or this endorsement deal. Understand that you have the power and you have the ability to craft that storyline So it fits you, you know, you don't have to fit into this box Like a lot of times if you're sourced or you know, if if someone is wants to work with you They understand that the you know, the qualities that they've seen are why they're drawn to you, right? Um, So make it your own and then also when it, it's still business right at the end of the day so you have to make sure that you know if you commit to something you got to come through for a client um, you know if you also if if there's a brand or if uh, a partner that you really want to work with um, don't be afraid to put it out there you know I think a lot of times we just sit and wait for things to come to us and you know I'll use an example Michelob Ultra is a partner of mine and uh, I remember th- three years ago I went to an event in New York that they were hosting and it was a kickoff of like their movement by Michelob it was just a simple workout but I saw at that event like what they were doing from a beer company trying to secure and have a stronghold on the wellness industry and I was like hey like whatever you're doing I want to get involved and they they were already in their campaign they already had all their ambassadors um, for the year so they're like you know just keep in touch we you know we can revisit this next year and i remember i put in my calendar two different times the halfway point to that point next year to follow up with their team and then after the fact and i really held on to that because a it was easy for me like i loved i handle business you know i trained but i like to have fun but it's all about balance but i also i believe that what they were doing was going to redefine and really shift the way that you think about beer, spirits, or even like socializing and networking. You know, now fast forward three years, I've been signed with Michelob Ultra for two years. The first year, we had a great relationship. They opened up so many doors. I was hosting and helping produce big events. Now, fast forward to this year, I've consulted with their corporate team. Uh, we brought a new beer to market. I helped them build out the whole New York City Marathon campaign. I even designed footwear for them. And on top of that, co-produced a podcast, um, and I'm ho- hosting it that, you know, will be the first podcast, uh, that they've ever backed. You know, if we fully, uh, you know, if we fully executed, it hasn't been fully signed off on. Um, but it, it's amazing, right? How these opportunities just came and started flowing, but it, it made sense. But I had to put in that effort and stay consistent and let them know like, I'm committed and invested in this because I believe in it. I believe in what you're doing and I'm not afraid to put my name on it. No, that's amazing.
0: It's like it's like they give you like a red shirt year yeah. and then you just like, all right, I'm gonna use this time to really grind and the relationship is like- it's...
1: Yeah, yeah. Cause you know, things take time but they don't have to take forever. But we're also in a day and age where information comes so fast and so many things are going on that people can get flaky or they just get distracted, you know, and they forget about like that one common goal and what they really want to happen. Um, and I, I will tell you that foundational partnership has been absolutely amazing, but the most amazing thing from it is the other partnerships that have come from it, but also the knowledge that I've gained, you know? So when you're fully vested and in it and the, you know, that brand understands that you're aligned, they're going to give you everything that you want because they know that you're going to give it back to them, you know? That's true. I think that's uh, that's
0: really a great point. Um, Dave Meltzer always talks about it: giving one hundred and then expecting twenty in return. Yeah. But then when you ex- when you give a hundred, you actually get hundred and twenty in return. So that's that's really important. So let's talk about some upcoming events for you. You know, you talk about hosting. You're here for Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. You got some things coming up. Uh, can you talk about yeah, that? Yeah. So
1: uh, you know, obviously we're 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 here in Miami Super Bowl week. <laughs> um, I I'm, I'm sitting on a panel. Uh, with uh, Brand Forward and uh, the Athlete Media Summit that they have going on here, which I'm excited about. I'm actually moderating the panel, excuse me. Uh, and, and this one's perfect because it's all about uh, partnerships, the evolution of social media and brand strategy and you know how athletes now, more than ever, uh, can really secure and build and craft their own brand. Um, you know, which I'm really excited about. I'll be at NBA All-Star Weekend, uh, doing activations uh, with Special Olympics Global. So I'm a global ambassador for Special Olympics. And uh, my sister was a Special Olympics athlete. So it was near and dear to my heart. And in the last few years, um, you know, I've really started working on a global scale with delegations from around the globe to raise inclusive measures. Um, New York fashion week is, uh, right after super bowl. So <laughs> you don't rest huh? go, but, uh, so I'll be hosting and attending a lot more of those events. Uh, and then I've got a couple of projects, uh, in March. And then after the fact that I can't talk about right now, but I feel that there'll be some pretty strong network opportunities. And, you know, this is the year though, where I really want to position myself as a media personality and host in sports and entertainment so um again there's a lot of things in the pipeline uh tribeca tv and film or film festival is going to be coming up in april which i'll be working through some things there and i don't know if you got any network contacts and they're looking for a little suave gentleman to to hop on <laughs> hop on air we can make, make something that happen,
0: happen. We can make something happen. I think it's amazing because you talk about business, and uh, when it comes to business, you gotta make place. You know, as an athlete, you gotta make place, and that's what you're doing. Um, but for me, you know, this is a frugal athlete, so we gotta talk about money management. We gotta talk about some personal finance. What advice would you have for athletes? Um, you know, coming up. You know, in this in this new climate where you know people want to start businesses, they want to invest, they want to get on boards and be brand ambassadors. What advice would you have? You know,
1: there? I I think like what helped me the most. Um, A obviously you have to understand the finance and like you know if it's not your specialty, find someone who can help you um, and start with the basics, the fundamentals. Obviously, that's like with putting money back, like the credit aspect is you know is obviously something that's important and that takes time. Like um you know and it builds but you know we're in a new age where especially even after the fact if you're no longer playing or even if you are playing you are your own enterprise so utilize that to your advantage you know um a lot of great things about this with like the marketing and some of the the tech spaces your overhead costs are not nearly as heavy as if you start a brick and mortar i mean you're seeing Uh, you know, the way of the world. People aren't even working in offices anymore, you know. Um, So understand that, you know, you can create anything you want, any brand. And it it, it might take a little time. You don't have to have the biggest following. You don't have to have, you know, the most money. But if you have a good team, uh, some people who can help support you, but also if you are building it and consistent with it, uh, it's amazing how these partnerships and, and different things add up over a period of time. No, that's amazing. And I feel like the way you,
0: like we talked about it earlier, you're a forward thinker, so when you first came into the league, you were, already had that plan, and you talked about your year four or five of your five-year vision, but if there's one thing you can go back from the start of your career or that you would tell, like, a rookie now, obviously we've got some rookies coming up in the – or upcoming rookies coming up in the draft, what's that one piece of advice that you would uh, tell you them? You know, from a career standpoint,
1: uh, I definitely would say find a mentor – and just really absorb and like as much knowledge as you can. But not only study the game, but you gotta study like people's mannerisms, you gotta study the business aspect. You've uh, you know, and that's something that coming from basketball in a small school you know i wish i would have had a little bit more uh someone who could have taken me a little bit more through the process and everything of the nfl ranks right um i also think it's it's very important that you understand the business aspect and what can happen now some of the most successful athletes in the league are all embedded in football but they also have other things that they're diverse in and it could be you know it's not necessarily taking their time but it's also it's just freeing up their mind a little bit you know um and then i would say you know obviously you want to have a plan uh but like the environment you surround yourself with outside the game is so so important um you know you're gonna have friends you're gonna have family everyone's gonna be you know blowing you up and boosting your ego but you have to surround yourself with the right people and you know that's that's a protective barrier you know Uh, the clubs all that stuff is it's fun it's there like it, you know that'll be there whenever, but you know that's that's why so many so many athletes go broke. That's why so many people get distracted. You don't get a lot of opportunities, especially at that level. Uh, so definitely take advantage of them, and you know just fully commit, fully commit those first few years, and you know it's you're in a position to set yourself up for the rest of your life.
0: Nah, thank you so much, Dale. I think that's that's really good advice. You know, especially as an ath- athlete coming up in the game. That can make all the difference, you know. Lead you to the right path. Obviously, you're gonna make your own mistakes, but if you can lessen them, yeah. uh, you're, you know, you're on a good road to success.
1: So, uh, where can we find you? And uh, I really appreciate you yeah, taking the definitely. time. Yeah, definitely. So you can check me out on Instagram at Dale Moss13, uh, always sharing uh, my day to day. I just have fun <laughs> yeah, with it. That's true. Uh, on Twitter at Dale Moss, and Facebook official Dale Moss. And then uh, I guess if you want to keep up to date. On anything that's going on in uh, the new year, officialdalemoss.com. and uh, that's pretty much it. It's it's pretty easy to find me. Um, and again, I'm I'm excited for everything that's coming up. And you know, if you have any questions or want to connect, feel free to drop me a DM or reach out, and uh, you know, we can connect. Nah, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Pleasure.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this podcast episode. For more information, check out the show notes and go to our website, www.afrugalathlete.com. If you enjoyed, please leave a favorable rating and review and share and subscribe. Thank you so much.